0: Hello family and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I hope you all are having an amazing week and if your week has not been so amazing, I hope and pray that it gets better and that someone makes you smile this week. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to shout everyone out who is taking my new free quiz, What Type of Thinker Are You? In this quiz, I'm helping you guys understand why and how you approach projects the way that you do and giving you some free resources to give you some language for how to get out of your head and execute no matter where you are, or no matter how you approach projects. This quiz is absolutely dope. I've been getting some amazing feedback. And so, yeah, shout out to everyone who has taken it. If you haven't taken it yet, you can click the link in the show notes to take it. It's completely free and it takes less than five minutes. Now, this actually transitions into what we're going to be talking about today. Recently, I was spending time with God and I heard him say, no more excuses. He said it so loudly and clearly. He said, no more excuses. Gone are the days where God gives you an instruction and you come up with a million reasons why you're either not qualified, you're not ready, or you're not equipped. Gone are those days. There is such an urgency on the assignments that God is giving in this season, and you cannot afford to be procrastinating. You cannot afford to be stuck in overthinking. You have to get out of your head. You have To kill all the excuses, all the things that are going on in your mind, they are real, they are frustrating, but they are also attacks of the enemy. They are also sometimes even attacks that we've accepted because it's more comfortable to stay in a place of excuses than it really is to acknowledge the fact that we have to 100% trust God to equip us with what we need for the next step. It's easy to hide behind the excuse of, oh, I don't have this. I don't have enough money or I don't have enough experience or I don't have enough time. It's harder to admit to say, okay, God, I have no idea what I'm doing. God, I'm a little afraid of what you're asking me to do. But God, I'm going to trust you anyway as you equip me to do what you predestined for me to do. There's always going to be a million reasons why you feel like you cannot do something. But there is no excuse for being disobedient. No matter how you feel, you have to be obedient anyway. No matter what's going on in your head, eventually you have to take a step. Because one, your life is not about you. Two, people are connected to your assignment. And three, you are already predestined to do what it is that God told you to do. Before you were even born, he had already had your entire life planned out. So you can't tell the God that created you that you can't do something that he created you to do. And so as we transition into this episode, I'm actually going to replay a former episode called Kill the Excuses, because this message is still just as relevant as it was when it was first published. So if you know that you have still not done what it is that God has told you to do, no matter what it was, listen to this episode all the way through. Don't skip through it just because it's a replay, because again, this message is urgent. God needs you to kill the excuses. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. You're listening to the Organize My Gods podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Today, I just want to continue the conversation on discipline, and I really want to push you guys to a new place. During this journey, as I'm asking God to show me how to improve my discipline and all those levels emotionally, spiritually, physically and mentally, he has been really coming for all of my excuses. And I think it's so funny in the way that he does this because I remember reading somewhere that whatever irritates you about someone else is usually something that you do. And so what God has been doing is I've been in these weird situations where I've been extra irritated. I told you guys this in the last episode, but through this irritation, I'll go to God and I'll be like, yo, why is this person irritating me so much? And through that person, he will actually show me what it is that I'm doing that needs to be fixed. And so God has a definitely an interesting way of bringing things to the surface. But nevertheless, I just want to tell you all this quick story before I really get into this pushing moment that we all need. But I recently got my taxes done, and when I sat down with the tax lady, she had already made up in her mind to be irritated even before I got there. Mind y'all, my appointment was very early in the morning. I was one of the first people, so I just could not understand how I was on time and this lady was so upset, but that's not even what got me. As I'm listening to this woman just describe her life, she's complimenting like my leggings because I was like dressed to go to the gym, and I remember her saying, why would you want to go to the gym and it's raining outside? And I was just like, if I can go to the grocery store, I can go to the gym. They're right next to each other. Right. So that was the first thing I was a little irritated at why she would just ask me a question like that. Um, and then she started to ask me, well, I would never even come outside in the rain to even get my taxes done. I don't even understand why you're out here. And I, the more she talked, the more irritated I got you guys. And I was like, what, why is she so bent on complaining about everything? Mind you, we weren't even talking about We weren't even having a conversation outside of her complaint. She just kept complaining about everything. Then she brought up about how she wanted to go back to the gym, but she didn't want to go to the gym because she didn't want to mess up her hair. And then she started complaining about her back. And I was like, well, you know, if you go to the gym, you know, your back will start to feel a lot better. And she was like, oh, that's too much work. But... But after she just continued to complain, at one point, I just stopped responding and I just listened to her and I realized that she had made up in her mind that she was just going to complain without ever having any intention of making any action towards the things that she said she was going to do. She was comfortable in the bitter state that she was in. She was comfortable in this state of complaining and she wasn't really looking for me to respond. She just wanted someone to listen to her complaints. And if you're anything like me, I know when you heard that story, you probably got so irritated and you were like, yo, why is she always complaining? But the funny thing is, is as I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I do the same thing sometimes. Sometimes I can be so caught up on complaining about a situation and being frustrated and bitter about it. But in my mind, I never made any action towards doing anything different. I was always complaining. I was always whining and just venting, as they call it. And then I would never do anything to change it. And I was just like, that is so useless, but it took me to see it in someone else. It took me to be irritated by this conversation, to really take a deep look in myself, like what areas in my life have I been complaining about, but not making an effort to do anything different? And this is what really sparked and continued that discipline journey for me, because one of those areas was I was always complaining about not having enough energy. I would wake up and I would be so tired and I would be like, oh, like, I wish I had more energy. You know, I, I always wanted to be one of those people who went to the gym for fun or I hear people say that they go to the gym because it helps them, you know, with mental clarity. And I wanted to get to that point. But I was just like, I would literally always say I hate the gym. I would always say that if you asked me to go to the gym, I'd be like, no, I hate working out. And I began to think about, okay, so what good is hating something that is going to be good for my body? So I began to make some changes. If I wanted to be the kind of person that went to the gym consistently, regardless of however I felt, that required me to first change my words. One of the main things that irritated me about the conversation with that woman is her continuous words that were an opposite of what she wanted to do. She wanted to go to the gym, but she kept making excuses. She, her back was hurting, but she kept making excuses. And so for me, I was like, OK, to say that I hate working out is an excuse and I need to change my language. And so, of course, that was one of those like moments where I didn't automatically say I love the gym because it's definitely a process. But I said, OK, I'm going to change My language from I hate the gym to the gym is important. Having a healthy lifestyle will help me to be a better servant to God and to his people. Then my actions begin to follow my words. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be able to be in the gym every day, twice a day, you know, right off the bat. But what I can start to do is set some realistic goals for myself. So I set a goal for myself in the beginning of the year to just start going to the gym twice a week. I wasn't worried about losing weight or anything like that. I was just focused on developing a habit of consistency because my excuses were not going to get me a healthier lifestyle. So I killed the excuses and I started going to the gym. And as I started going to the gym, I started looking around just at the people. And I used to always literally laugh at people who would run and smile at the same time. I would be like, what is so exciting? What, what is so, you know, making you laugh so much about running? Like, what is it? And then I started running and I was like, wow, like the level of mental clarity that I have after I run is just mind blowing to me. And then I started getting up earlier and earlier because I had, you know, a couple of things going on throughout my day that if I didn't get my workout in before all that stuff started, then it would just be a very chaotic day. And so I, when I got to the gym earlier, it would be around like six o'clock in the morning. I started to pay close attention to the people that were coming in. Some people, you know, must have had their morning coffee and they were just ready to go. They came in with a smile on their face and went straight into working out. But then I saw other people who were kind of dragging their gym bags and they, you know, looked in their face like they didn't really want to be there. But I paid attention that they still showed up anyway. They dragged their gym bag up the stairs and they got to running or they dragged their gym bag to the weight room and they just did what they needed to do in order to meet their goals. And that's the level of discipline I aspire to have. I aspire to have a level of discipline that's not dependent upon my feelings. I aspire to have a level of discipline that I do things whether I feel like it or not. We're not always going to have motivation to do things. And what I realized is that I had to stop looking at what other people were doing. I would see all these people, especially when it came to working out, I would see all of these super buff fit people who have been in the gym all their lives and they have all these Instagram workouts and YouTube workouts that you can follow. And when I would try to immediately jump into that, I would be very burnt out and exhausted. And again, we're talking about developing discipline for a lifetime, not this quick overnight microwave type of discipline that burns out as soon as you lose motivation. So what I learned very early on is that discipline is cultivated. It's not duplicated. Discipline is built. It's not bought. We can buy all of the things, all of the fancy routines and pay for a coach or pay for someone's system of productivity. But at the end of the day, you can't duplicate someone else's discipline. That has to be cultivated in your own time and it literally takes time to develop those things. I think a lot of the frustration that we have around discipline is we realize that we actually have to do the work. You can't complain and be mad at the results that you want from the work that you didn't do discipline is built. It's not bought. You can't just copy your friends or your successful person that you see online. You can't just copy that level of discipline. You have to build it for yourself. And the way that you do that is you kill the excuses. Cut the crap. There's always someone out here that's going to be able to get whatever it is that you want to do done with even less than what you have. And I'm not saying that to be insensitive to your situation. We all have things going on. But at the end of the day, you can only control your response to those things. You can't change your situation until you change your response. So as a practical exercise for you guys, I want you to write down a list of the excuses that you've been making. If you keep telling yourself you don't have time to do this, really question yourself. Okay, what am I doing with the time that I do have? Am I wasting it scrolling on social media? Am I wasting it in meaningless and fruitful conversations? What are you wasting your time on that it could be put to what you want to do? If God has been telling you that it's time to, you know, improve your health and go to the gym, but you've been telling yourself, I'm just not a gym kind of person. I'm not really a workout type of person. Well, you need to change your personality in order to line up with what God told you to do. If you keep saying you're not a gym type of person, you're not a workout type of person, you're going to be a very unhealthy type of person, a sick person, because your body needs exercise in order to be able to fulfill the purpose that God gave you. Kill the excuses. If God told you to start a business or start a podcast, start a course, whatever it is he's told you to start, and you're like, I don't know how to do that. I have no experience in that field. You're making a bunch of excuses. If you wanted to figure out how to do something, then your life depended on it. I promise you, you would be right on Google or right on YouTube University trying to figure it out. But when it comes to things that God wants us to do, we feel like we have the luxury to delay with excuses, and we don't. Everything that God has told us to do, there is someone that is attached to it. So your timeline where you feel like you have so much time is actually very thin because what you're doing is the longer that you wait, the longer that you are delaying someone else. And really, you're delaying the own fruit in your life because there are blessings attached to your obedience. Kill the excuses. Stop worrying about trying to make that business or that idea look like your favorite person on social media. Stop worrying about it trying to look like the success of your friends or your colleagues or all of that stuff. None of that stuff matters. Remember, discipline is cultivated. It's not duplicated. It doesn't matter what the other people are doing. It matters what you are doing. It matters what God told you to do. And you have to get that level of discipline for yourself. Last week, I just taught a class in the Doers community, which you can click the link in the show notes to learn more about. I taught a class called How to Create a Routine and Be Consistent, and I walked each woman through how to create a routine that is reflective for their lives. I asked them different questions like, walk me through your day. Do you have kids? Are you married? Are you working? I asked them all of these different things because those are the things that are going to influence how they set up their routine. A lot of people always want a one size fit all routine, but my routine as a single woman with no kids, working full time and also having a business is gonna be completely different from someone who's a mom who has three kids and works full time. Those are gonna be two completely different routines. And each one of us can get the same amount of work done. It's just going to look different. And it's going to require both of us to have a high level of discipline that no matter what, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get these things done. It's just going to look completely different. So again, do the practical exercise. Take an hour, take 30 minutes if you have it, and just write down a list of the excuses that you've been having and take some time to think about, how you've been in the same cycle year after year, saying you're going to do things and never doing them, starting things and not finishing them. They're coming down to your excuses. It comes down to the words you tell yourself every single day. It comes down to the actions that you refuse to make. That's the real difference. And when you begin to look at those excuses, I want you to think about what you can do in a practical way to start making a shift into the person that you want to be. And to the person that God made you to be, sometimes your personality is going to have to submit to your purpose. It doesn't matter how you've done things for a long time or what type of person that you thought you were, you're going to have to make some adjustments in order to produce what it is that God has put on the inside of you. It's uncomfortable. It's going to be frustrating. There are going to be some moments where you're tempted to go back into your comfort zone, but continue to press forward. So this wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already taken our free quiz, what type of thinker are you? Definitely Mm -hmm. click the link in the show notes to take that and get the free resources that will help you to get out of this place, move past your excuses, and start executing on your assignment. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.